Hi everyone, welcome back to the Self Love Addict Podcast. It's the head junkie in charge here, Miss J. White. Um, before we get started with today's topic and drug of choice, I just want to uh, observe a moment of silence for George Floyd and all of my brothers and sisters who have passed to due to police brutality and racism and modern day lynching and old school lynching so if we could just take a moment to observe this like moment of silence that'd be awesome okay that was very needed Uh, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. It's still May. You know, we got a couple days left. Um, I hope in that moment of silence you were able to reflect, breathe, pray, you know, and just really address your mental health with all the craziness that's going on in the world today. Um, Me, myself, I've been crying these past couple days. I'm, I'm really tired of the disregard for human life, regardless of skin color, like we're all people and just the lack of care that's being shown like I'm a I'm a black woman my dad's a black man I have black men cousins a black male best friend like this is this is hard to watch and it's traumatizing you know we should not be able to scroll down our news feed and see people die but sadly, it's becoming a weekly thing. And I'm, I'm at a loss for words with it, honestly. But we're going to try to keep it pushing and move forward today with today's episode, which is Balancing Business with Miss Christina Canu. Um, I'm very excited to talk about this topic. Being an entrepreneur has been a rough journey. It's definitely been a journey of self-love and self-discovery by itself. And I just wanted to give a little bit more insight on what that looks like in multiple ways. And everyone's entrepreneurial journey is going to be different, but having a little bit more perspective from two entrepreneurs can surely help when deciding to make that jump. So without further ado, let's get it popping with the plug interview. Okay, here we go. here for the plug interview this week I will be interviewing my big sister my mentor my business consultant and my very good friend Miss Christina Canu she is a passionate leader dedicated visionary and committed to the empowerment of people through her positive influence she is named one of the Worldwide Women Group's Women Influencers of 2016. You go, girl, accolades. She is the <laughs> CEO of Christina Canoe Consulting, LLC, where she helps clients build profitable dreams. She is also a member of the Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority, Incorporated. Christina also serves on the board of directors for the Worldwide Women Group. She received her Bachelor's of Administration from Old Dominion University in English Literature. I'm sorry, Bachelor's of Arts. <laughs> what about <laughs> Um... She received her Master of Arts in African American Studies from Clark Atlanta University in 2018. She is the host of Babies, Books, and Business Podcast. She uses this platform to help mothers navigate 
as a mother, a student, and a professional. And she is an avid tea lover and a mug collector. Me too. Yes. Um, I love a good mug. Mugs are fun. <laughs> yes. In her spare time, she loves talking on the phone, traveling, shopping. Ugh, wonderful. And spending time <laughs> with those she loves. She is the mother of Jace Carter, Kofi Wells. And you can visit her at www.christinacanoe.com or follow her on social media at Miss Canoe. And that's K A N U. Yes. 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 Oh, how you doing? I'm doing good. That was actually the um, the most energetic way that someone's read my bio before. So I'm I'm really excited about that. Yes, girl. You put so much life into it. But no, I'm doing wonderful, Jada. Thank you so 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 much for having me on the podcast. I'm super excited to just discuss everything with you today and just have a conversation I'm excited oh yay this is gonna be fun I can tell I can I can feel it in the energy yes okay well then we are just gonna dive right into the interview um so how was the entrepreneurship journey for you like what was it like from the moment you were like I'm gonna do this business like to now (laughs) um My entrepreneurship journey, it has been filled with tons of ups and downs, but it's a journey that I am blessed. I'm I'm grateful that I decided to plunge into entrepreneurship when I did. I didn't know everything when I first started. And so that allowed for me to learn so much from so many different people and really figure out my own way as to, you know, what do I want entrepreneurship to look like for me? Um, So I've made a lot of mistakes. I tell people all of the time I've made tons and tons and tons of mistakes, um, but I've also had so many wonderful opportunities. And I think it was partially because I really believed in myself. I knew that God wanted me to be an entrepreneur, which is crazy because if someone, um, my journey as an entrepreneur started when I was um, officially, you know, between like 24 and 25, because I spent some time researching it. But if someone would have told me when I was 15 or even when I was 20 or 21 or 22, that I would have been an entrepreneur and had my own business by 25, I would have told them that they were lying. (laughs) Um, that business is boring it's too many numbers um I don't want to do that and I just wouldn't have believed people so to be you know I love business business is such a huge part of my life right now and um I it's just it's amazing because what it shows is that truly the quote when you tell God your plans he laughs at you because I never envisioned that this is where I would be, but I love my consulting company. I love consulting. It brings me so much joy. So I'm happy that I've been along the journey. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm happy to be a client. Guys, she's yes, the real yes. deal. <laughs> she, she will get your life together very yes, quickly. I yes, I will. <laughs> um, would you say that going through this journey and just discovering so much about yourself throughout it, like, has it changed how you view yourself? It has. Um, For the most part, I have, well, I will say probably earlier on in my 20s, I became very unapologetic. Mm -hmm. So I accepted that I'm Christina. This is who I am as a person. I'm not going to, of course, I'm all about growth and, you know, development and everything. But in terms of, you know, the nuances of who makes me, what makes me me, um, I was pretty confident in that. So as a business owner, 
I think I my confidence increased because you have to, especially when you're going through the entrepreneurship journey. Now, mind you, I was one of the first of a lot of people I know that are my peers, you know, so within the same age range as me to dive into entrepreneurship. Um, so I didn't really have a whole lot of examples of people who were the same age as me. I had to look to people who were older than me. But in terms of, you know, who, how I kind of view myself and how I've grown with it, um, it made me more confident and made me more fearless. It made me trust myself a little bit, a lot more. Um, and it made me a lot more focused because when you're an entrepreneur, you don't have time. Am I allowed to cuss on this podcast? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, okay. I just want to make sure you don't have time for a whole lot of bullshit. Oh, yeah. Um, so I've always been a very serious, no nonsense person, but people who know me really well, um, and who are close to me, they know that I, I'm all about, um, business, but I'm also about having fun. I'm also about, you know, when, when we're chilling, we're chilling, we're, it's cool, it's fun, it's laughter, but when it comes to business, I just don't even know how to play with it. Um, so it definitely did make me a lot more serious as a person. Mm. Okay, serious. That's <laughs> a lot of bullshit. I like yeah. that. You can't. You just can't, because time is money. And, you know, the thing is, we at times think that we just have so much life to live, which we do. But one of the things I tell people is that I became, the, the year that I launched my company, mm-hmm. less than maybe six, seven, I, I, you know, I can't remember all the time. I marched my company March 1st, 2016. By mid-October, I found out I was pregnant. Oh, wow. hmm Oh, wow. That, that was low-key a long time ago. It was. <laughs> I, it, really, it, it truly was. My baby's about to turn three. So it was like, and also, you know, I was in graduate school. So it really, when I look back on it, I'm like, Christina, you were freaking crazy because you were in graduate school, you were working, you launched a company, and then months later you find out that you're pregnant. And I just didn't have time to really play around because I had to really manage my time in such a way. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, that's one of the, one of the biggest things is discipline and time management because you can't be a successful entrepreneur and you're just doing things whenever it is that you feel like you're doing it. That's true. Especially that discipline and time management piece. I was uh, interviewing Kaniqua a few hours ago because I do multiple interviews a day now, clearly. um, We were talking about the, uh, how she was saying that um, entrepreneurship, they're like, it's hard and people don't want to do it. She was like, but it's actually easy and people don't want to do it. And I was like, I don't think people want to do that kind of hard work. Like they don't mind working hard for like a business. It's different when you have to physically go somewhere and you're locked in a space and you have to do the work there. It's another thing when you wake up and you're at work and you have to force yourself to get out of bed and create those routines for yourself and boundaries for yourself. And you're like, it can get overwhelming just being in control of your life at that level. I completely agree because everybody wants to be the boss, but nobody wants to be the boss simultaneously. So when you are an entrepreneur, it's, uh, and that's one of the things I tell all of my clients, it's up to you if you want to succeed because no one's going to, you know, when you wake up in the morning, no one's going to be there to push you, to tell you that you need to do your stuff unless you have like a business coach or a business consultant. But even then, um, for the most part, I meet with my clients once a month. And I'm not in their bedroom every single day. And I tell everybody I'm only one person's mom and that's Jace's. But it's like, 
you know, there's even moments, you know, where me almost five years in the game, there's days where I'm like, I just don't want to do any of this. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, how come everybody else gets to Netflix and chill? How come everybody else gets to, you know, binge watch shows and, you know, do all of this stuff and they get to spend their money on certain things. But I'm like putting a lot of my money back into my business. And it's because that's the price that it takes as an entrepreneur. It takes all of that. It requires so much of you. Especially that money part. Ooh, Lord. Oh. <laughs> a good girl is broke. <laughs> Ridiculous. It, def- it definitely requires so much. So how would you rate your self-love before and after starting a business on a scale from one to ten? I would, and uh, before we, well, as we continue, um, we have a little human named Jace. Mommy, who, I should stay out my bed. Okay, you got out of your bed. Okay, sit down because mommy's working, okay? Um, so Jace decided, <laughs> decided to join us, but more than likely. Mommy, I want fun. the blanket. Okay, okay. Um, so. Mommy, oh, <laughs> oh, he's so cute. I'm sorry. Part of me. Um, a mompreneur is that sometimes our kids they decide to we have to multitask. So right now I'm recording this podcast, but I'm also about to go put this little sleepy bear back to bed. But so could you repeat no. the question for me, Jada? No. Yeah, I can. Thank you. Um, I was going to say that um what what let me go back to this. Okay. Um <laughs> I'm back. I'm back, guys. I lost it for a second, but I'm back. I was gonna say rate yourself love on a scale from one to ten before and after you started your business. Whew. Um self-love before I would say maybe a five no. I would say probably about a six. Um, oh wow. Yeah, I would say probably about a six. And then now I would say on a great day, a nine, nine and a half. Um on a bad day between seven and a half and eight and I know those numbers probably sound really high <laughs> I was surprised that the before was as low as it was oh okay that you said six I was like like everybody you know well except for the the, the depression language it was kind of expected with the topic we're talking about but um no you just exude such a confidence and energy like I, I don't know that one blew, that one blew my mind for a second there well I will say because I was in a transitional phase so okay. right before I started my business um, I was in a very long term relationship and a lot of who I was a lot of my identity was tied into that relationship um, so at the time that I started my business that was really just you know I still a phenomenal person I still I really love myself but I doubted myself I didn't believe in myself I didn't believe that I was worthy of receiving love from people and a lot of that had to do with was with the dynamics of that relationship so I think after I turned 25 after I started my business um, after I became a mom after I really just honed in on what does Christina want out of life and you know what what makes me happy not what makes everybody else around me happy that's when I really started to love myself even more um because you know as women we just we go through different stages of love um and self-love is something that's so important it's so important for you to figure out like this is me 
and fuck anybody who thinks otherwise of who I should be. A lot of the time we allow for other people to tell us who they want us to be versus being who it is that we want to be. Felt that on a spiritual level, <laughs> especially when you said after I turned twenty five, I'm like, oof, that that bridge from twenty four to twenty five is a very very long road. Yes. I don't know why it's like that, but it is just, it's like right when you hit twenty five and you know you're about to be thirty, it's just some, a switch goes off and you're oh, like, absolutely. oh, absolutely, get my life together. <laughs> absolutely, and I turned thirty this year, so one of the things that I've been very um. I've been very big on is introspection, especially in these last six months before I turn 30. I want to go into this next decade really understanding who am I not right now? Not, you know, who have I been the last five years, but who is Christina in this current moment? Okay, sweetheart. Who has Christina been in this current moment? And, you know, where do I want to go as I approach a new decade of life? Yeah. That makes, man. See now I gotta I gotta get my life together. I gotta I gotta draw out some questions for myself and look myself in the mirror and ask myself some stuff. <laughs> Figure out who I'm trying to be before I turn 26. Yes, yes. It, it's so it's it's key. Oh, he just sounds so cute. <laughs> yeah, we're we're multitasking over here, but I'm definitely able to do both at the same time. This is an every night situation. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. How do you do it? Like, how do you balance everything? Motherhood, entrepreneurship, social life, <laughs> professional world. <laughs> how do you do it? Like, what, what's the secret? What's the secret sauce? Everyone always asks me that. And, <laughs> and I think I give a different answer every time. But really what it comes down to is... Um, Time management is everything to me. One of my girlfriends jokes with me and she says, Christina, when you're stressed, you make lists. So I am very, I don't function well with a lot of idle time. The only time I'm okay with idle time is, Jace, lay down, sweetheart, is when I'm on vacation. And that's not something that I do often. Other than that, I need to have a plan. Um, So typically what, you know, time management and planning helps me to balance the many facets of my life because when things are just flustered and all over the place and I don't know what's going on it gives me very bad anxiety and I get very very overwhelmed so in order to avoid that I'm I'm the type of person where even though we're like midway through 2020 I'm already thinking like December I'm already thinking early 2021 so I use a lot of planners um my planner is my best friend I use the um the calendar on my phone so pretty much for me if it's not in one of my three planners my business planner my personal planner or my planner on my phone it doesn't exist um, it just it, it does it does not exist. But I also do have a very good memory, so I'm able to really remember what exactly is it that I'm supposed to be doing. Um, every Sunday, I take about an hour and a half, and I sit and I plan and I look at all of my calendars and I make sure that everything is consistent. Um, every night before I go to sleep, I'll plan what I'm going to be doing the next day, like very specifically from the time. Yes, baby, lay down. It's time to go to night. Um, I plan. What exactly it is I'm supposed to be doing the next day? Do I have client calls? Um, what tasks do I need to work on? Do we have doctor's appointments? Just all of these different things. And then, but what I will say is 
earlier on, probably in my 20s, I used to just add everything to my calendar. I really had no regard for what did I self-care was something that it was cute to me, but I didn't really implement it because I was a people pleaser in the sense of I didn't want to ever tell anybody no. Everything always had to be yes, because I never wanted to disappoint anyone. I always wanted to show up for people. Um, but then I think probably when I was in grad school or again, around mid twenties, I was like, you know what? Not everything involves me and not everything requires me. So I started to create more time for myself. Um, there's sometimes where I'll decide I'm taking a whole weekend off. I don't want to consult. I don't want to do, you know, much business stuff. I want to also be able to binge watch a show or to just cook or to just clean. Um, and then I have such amazing friends and people in my life where they understand, they joke with me about it, where it's like, damn, you know, I have to get on her, her schedule to, you know, just to even be able to talk on the phone, which isn't always true, but <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> it's okay. It's, yeah. Sometimes it is true. And I tell people it's not because you have to know yourself. And like I said in my bio, I enjoy talking on the phone. I love being able just to shoot the shits with my friends and talk about life and talk about boys and talk about whatever, um, talk about wine, talk about just what music. But because I know I love doing that so much, I have to limit the amount of that that I'm able to do. If not, I would never get stuff done. And before you know it, you'll be on the phone for an hour and a half each time with like three different people and then your day's gone and it's not productive that's true I'm struggling well I'm not really struggling with that but I'm definitely like on the phone with my friend Harold and my other friend Lachey and we are like on you know FaceTime lets you do the multiple calls now so we be on FaceTime all three of us for like hours and then we'll hang up and then we'll call each other back later on in the day and just be like oh my god guess what happened like it's so bad right the other part that I will add Jada um I think you know as a mom you have to understand that when your kids are very little they don't really have much of a schedule um or no let me rephrase that I put Jace on a schedule very early on when he was a baby because I knew how complex my life was um so this concept I mean granted of course he's up right now and that's like an anomaly but um I plan a lot of things around what does Jace's schedule look like so you know I would never schedule a Saturday consultation around the time that Jace is about to take a nap or when Jace is going to be very cranky. Um, so it, it really means learning your child and understanding it. And then, you know, he has birthday parties and he has, you know, he plays soccer and he wants time with his mom too. Um, so I really just try to factor all of those things into everything and just create a routine that works and keeps me healthy and keeps me happy because I found that my body, if I don't give it enough rest, it will shut down on me. Ooh. And it's done it multiple times. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it, 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 it has. Like, I can feel when I'm getting sick. I can feel when I'm just exhausted. And when I get to that point, um, because before I would just keep going, um, because I know I have workaholic tendencies, like, I would just keep going. But now I'm like, you know what? I want to live to be, like, a million years old and have grays and tons of great grandkids. So I can't you know, you have to pace yourself. Mm. Time management and pace yourself. Yes. Those, those are the gold stars. for that. Those are the gold stars. So how do you like, oh, don't wait, no, I'm skipping ahead. <laughs> um, oh, with the flow of the spirit, whatever works for you. You're right. Um, 
are you like harder on yourself because of all of that like does it force you to be harder on yourself or do you give yourself more grace now like um it's a combination of both I have different reasons um so Jace yes mommy's having a conversation here lay down okay mommy loves you good night sweetheart go to sleep um I would say that it's Okay, mommy's gonna come back and sit by you, okay? <laughs> okay, I, mommy, mommy will sit by you. Clearly, he wants me to sit right here with him. Um, I would say that there are moments where, when I have a lot going. So, for example, when I did my business rebrand at the end of 2019, going into 2020, um, it took tons and tons of months and just tons, a, a lot of my time. Um, I was hard on myself. Because I told myself, Christina, you know, you have a certain amount of time to get certain things done and you can't really play. You can't really F around right now. You need to make sure that you're staying on top of things. So I would push myself um, to really making sure that I was doing what it is that I needed to do. But then there's moments where I also do give myself grace. So especially on days where I'm really just exhausted, um, I remind myself that you're working harder than the average person true like before you know 12 o'clock in the afternoon you've probably accomplished more than the average person so when I feel like I need a break or I just don't want to be bothered and I just want to take some time to myself I remind myself you deserve this time um so I, I I try to not be as hard on myself some days um, because it doesn't do anything. It just makes you more frustrated. But there are moments where it's like, I'm like, okay, girl, what are you doing? You need to get your shit together. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, okay, um, you didn't get anything that you need to get done. But I also give myself a lot of deadlines. I give myself soft deadlines and hard deadlines. That way, like I create that buffer of, okay, you have a little bit of time in case you don't really execute the way that you need to. I feel that because that me to me earlier today like I did absolutely nothing lately I'm starting to under, realize that my productive hours are at night and that's good though to find when, when you're productive and execute that way it, it's I don't know this is different Nor it used to be in the mornings but like now it's like switching over to at night and I don't know what this is I don't know if it's because I'm at home with my parents and this is typically the time where people leave me alone or what but like lately it's just been like after seven I'm like on my laptop I'm like yes and everything comes to me and it freaks me out like I'm literally up till midnight every night on my laptop doing something it can be stressful I'm more of a morning person so I find that um nothing makes and because I work a nine-to-five job um, unless I wake up really early, I try to get up and it doesn't always happen. Um, but I try to get some stuff done, you know, between like 6.30 and like 7-ish in the morning. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. But I like I love Saturday mornings when I'm able to just knock out so much stuff. Because mm-hmm. I function better in the morning. See, I need to get back on my stuff because that used to be me. And like, I don't know the shift (laughs) but you're also a creative jada so a lot of creatives they do function better in the evening when the world is a lot um, more quiet you know because i am sitting in the dark in my room 
<laughs> I'm just sitting in here, nothing on but the fan, and Christmas lights above my bed. <laughs> Talking. I hope nobody walk in here because they would be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> okay. So, like, how do you maintain a positive headspace? It's it's so much going around, going on around you in your environment. It seems like everything around you is always moving. So, how do you like? maintain your peace and you're still with yourself um a lot of things I pray um and I don't pray as much as I need to but I do pray quite often and I have I have very real conversations with God um I don't have these play play conversations when I'm wrong I tell God I'm wrong when I know I'm making a decision that he doesn't want me to make, I tell God, <laughs> I'm doing something you don't like, God. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, I just keep it a, a very much 100 because we just have that type of relationship with each other. Um, I journal a lot. Um, that's something, you know, I love journals. I love being able to write my thoughts, however they may come to me. Music is my sanctuary. So um, I start my day with music. Um, two songs that I tend to listen to every single day. I listen to Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven. And I listen to Fantasy by Earth, Wind & Fire. Um, those are two of my like go-to morning songs when I'm like in the shower. And that just pumps me up. And whenever I feel very off balance, I listen to Drake. And um, anyone who knows me or kind of knows me knows my affinity for Drake. I just love him. Drake has gotten me through every single season of my life from um, 2008, 2009 until now. And Drake has a line for everything, um, for every single situation. So because Drake, he also pushes himself to just extreme limits, I'm able to find peace in his music. Um, wine definitely helps me kind of keep a good headspace because, you know, just sometimes just sitting and then in silence. And silence is not something as a mom, especially a mom of a toddler, you don't get it often. So I do appreciate those moments, you know, in the evening. Okay, Jace, shh. I appreciate those moments in the evening or early in the morning when it's just quiet and still in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have re- really key people who I do talk to. People who um, mentor me and they guide me and they allow for me to be vulnerable and um, vent or cry or share my insecurities because yes, I'm very, very confident and um, you can't tell Christina Canoe shit because that's just <laughs> how I operate on this planet. But I have those moments where I doubt myself. And um, a perfect example would be, you know, I love celebrating everything. But when it came time to planning my fourth year business anniversary, I was telling my godmother, Elle Harris, I was saying, you know, Elle, I don't know, like part of me feels weird. Like maybe I should wait till five. I've accomplished a lot, but I don't think I've accomplished everything. Like, is this too much? Um, And we literally had to spend about a good hour on the phone and her reminding me of who I was as a person. Um, So I think it's important, you know, when we're talking about a headspace to have people like that in your life who really know you and people, they don't want anything from you except to be there for you. Um, And people who also understand the things that you're going through. So that way they know how to talk you out of those moments when you're not feeling completely like yourself. Mm. Yes. It's all about the tribe. Yes, it is all about the tribe. Absolutely. You need, you need a tribe. You cannot do life alone. 
you just you can't and it's important to understand that you're gonna have different sectors of your tribe there's people where I don't talk to them about anything about business I just I don't um and there's people where we can talk about business left and right but I don't talk to them about my personal life I don't talk to them about my journey as a mom um there's just differences and it's okay to accept that not everybody can be everything to you all of the time Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, if you could give advice to all the new people or the people considering starting their business, what would it be? I would recommend that, you will, of course, you know, congratulations, because that's always a very exciting time um, when you get a business idea that you want to explore. I would recommend don't tell everybody about your business idea. Um, this isn't something that you just run to Twitter, to Facebook, to IG, to get to everybody in your family, all your friends, because people can easily speak a word of doubt on you. And that can cripple you in a way that you didn't even realize that you could be crippled where you doubt yourself and the business never takes off. Number two, take some time to explore the idea. So something that I tell my clients when they have a business idea is to write every single thing out about the business. This is not necessarily a business plan, but like really brainstorm and flesh out what does this business look like? What are the components of the business? How much am I going to charge people for these things? Where is it that I want to go? Like really just fully flesh it out. That way you understand what it is that you want to do. And you understand, will this this particular thing work or will it not work? Um, The third thing that I would say is just start... Stop to say, oh, you know, when I get my coins right, most entrepreneurs, our coins are not um, 100%. They're not where they want to be. Hello. That's why we're starting a business um, is to bring more money in. But you have to understand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, um, QC, the CEO of um, Quality Control, um, and, you know, he um, and I might have, you know, the name of the um, the label wrong because it's like. 10 o'clock at night and my brain is barely functioning <laughs> but <laughs> one of the things that QC had said and it really struck me as he talked he discussed how you know a lot of people they see the 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 fab the the glamour of being an entrepreneur but they don't understand what it took to get to that point um and you're gonna have long nights and you're gonna have nights when you're over it you're gonna have nights when you're depressed you're gonna have nights where you just want to say you know to hell with it I don't want to do this anymore and I'm done um, but understanding that if you really, if you just hang in there, hang in there and before you know it, you'll meet, reach one month in business, then six months in business, then a year in business. And before you know it, you'll start hitting year marks every single year. It's just that important. Um, so don't give up on yourself. Just start, stop waiting, go ahead and just get, get started. And, um, this isn't necessarily a plug for me, but if you want to take it as a plug for me, that's cool. But get a business consultant. I think that that's something, a business consultant, a brand strategist, work with the right people because one of the things that separates my um, people that I've worked with from really successful businesses versus, um, you know, businesses that could use a little bit more work, the people who actually invest the time and energy and money into their business. Yeah. So it might mean that you can't do everything that you want to do. You can, might not be able to go out to dinner all of the time with your friends because just that money alone, there's your logo. No, there. it's facts. Like, 
there's your logo, there's your fee to pay someone to coach you and consult with you on business. There's, you know, a down payment on a website that, you know, that way you're doing everything correctly. Um, nothing kills me more than a janky business, a business that just kind of, <laughs> Not nothing kills yeah, <laughs> nothing kills me more. And as a business consultant, I have to remind myself, I cannot save everybody. I just, I can't. I can't tell, you know, if people want to work with me, I'm more than happy to work with them. And there's some people I'll just, you know, drop a business gem in their inbox and in their DM and their wherever and keep it moving. But it really, it makes me cringe. It's almost like with hairstylists when they see like a bad weave or a bad closure or a bad lace front, how it just irritates them. When I see some business stuff and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It really stresses me out. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He said it's like a bad closure. <laughs> <laughs> the close, ooh, when the lace start lifting. Like, literally, when, when it just, when you can see the tracks. I mean, I don't even know if people see, like, I, I have lots, so I don't know if the girls are getting weaves still sewn into cornrows. I don't know if we're past that stage. Like, I don't know what's happening. But I just, when I just see, like, this person did not take the time and they're just doing random. And the thing is, I've been there before. Like I said before, I've made dumb business mistakes. I've made dumb branding mistakes, things that didn't make sense. But um, thank God for grace and for growth and the right people. And it hurts my heart because I'm like, who are these people getting business advice from? You cannot. Um, and a lot of, you know, other business consultants and brand strategists that I know, we've had these conversations about how you can't just assume that just anyone can put anything in their Instagram bio and tell you that they're anything. That doesn't mean that they're good at what they do. Be careful who you're working with. It's very important to work with people that like care like there has to be some type of purpose in what they're doing and that's what I try to ask people when they're like asking for branding advice I'm just like well why are you doing this like what what's a good question because that kind of helps determine like the overall mission of what you got going on and then that will help determine the image you want to put out and if you don't know why you're doing something I can't help you (laughs) absolutely and I think Jada I think that that's an important thing because um, that's one of the questions I ask my clients. Why, why are you interested in entrepreneurship? Why? Why? Literally, what is the why behind it? And I think with branding, that's so key that you're asking these people these questions because um, sometimes people don't even understand the importance of branding. That's my soul. So now, that's a bad closure. <laughs> right. That's, that's a bad closure. That's a bad closure because, oh be posting just anything on the page no rhyme no reason just it's here and that's why I send clients to you Jada um and I love it yeah I I send clients to you that's why I you know when I work with people um because you know I have a couple of different you know branding people that I, I I go to it just depends on the level of what they're trying to do so you know I send people to you I send people to Amir I send people to Rashad Um, I have photographers that I connect with. I have, you know, accounting people that I connect with because one of the things I realized, and this is a very important business lesson is that you can't do everything all of the time, you know, so it's okay to say, Hey, this is not my lane. I love telling people, this is not my lane. This is not specifically what I do. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to refer you to somebody else because that's also how you spread wealth. Um, and you support people's businesses because there's nothing sweeter other than an invoice being paid a referral 
that know. just shows like, oh wow, people are really fucking with me. Like people really like me because they're referring me to other people. So um, I love being able to send people to the right people because when it comes to colors and picking stuff, not my lane. Um, I can from <laughs> like I can tell you I like this. This may not work, but in terms like I don't know the science behind all, all of that. I'm not into marketing. Um, I can give you some ideas. We can talk about the strategy, but the actual let's pick this color scheme because of this. I'm going to send you to someone who does branding. <laughs> you like, like, mm, that's not my job. <laughs> nope. This has been lovely. And now it's time. Da, 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 da. This is my favorite part. It's time for the trap house tea because we thirsty. Woo! I love saying that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I told Kaniko earlier, I was like, I'm going to get that made into a, like, a beginning part for the segment because I like saying it. The ad looks so fun. But I have to figure out one for the plug interview too. But I'm excited. The trap house tea that's we thirsty. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> you can definitely get that created. That's gonna be funny. It's gonna be beautiful. So excited. Okay. Oh. So the first question from our lovely trap house of people: What made you start your entrepreneurship journey? Um, because people were always asking me for advice, and people were always just asking me things and what was my opinion and I like I love meetings I love emails I love conference calls I love planning so um when I moved to Atlanta I had a lot more time on my hands and I said let me go ahead and start a consulting firm like let me just let me do it because I love talking I love communication so I figured that I would be good at being able to do it um Initially, I was consulting on so many different things. I was doing nonprofits. I was doing business. I was doing logistics. I was working with people who were trying to campaign. I was doing, you know, events, consultations. And then real, eventually I realized, you know what? I, I don't want to hold nobody, but I'm about business. I, I'm about helping people make money. All of this other stuff is beautiful and fine and dandy, but I found my niche and my niche was um, business consulting. And I'm so happy that I found it because it makes me happy daily to help develop so many businesses that are going to take off and do so many wonderful things in the world. Yes. For me, what made me start? Honestly, it was the year 2016. Mm-hmm. when I lost everything that I had worked so hard to have well not everything I still graduated if you don't know me and don't know what I'm talking about I'm sorry I'm not gonna tell you but <laughs> if you know you know <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm if you know you know but I will be referring like 2016 I feel like that year alone just it it just it was a catalyst for so many different things in my life now that I'm grateful for like it's the reason why I started entrepreneurship it's the reason why I went on this whole self-love journey is the reason why I view relationships differently it's caused me to look at my trauma and face it like it's just so much from 2016 that just it just did a lot but um yeah just going through that experience I didn't want to be in a position where someone could take anything from me again Hmm. I just especially when it's like of circumstance it's not even like you're deliberately involved in anything or anything like that it's just the circumstances is able to remove work that I've done like 
in that moment when I was like, I got to redo my resume, I have to redo classes, I have to redo events and community service and, you know, re restructure everything that is my life. Right. Right. I was just like, I'm not going through this again. Like that was the moment when I was just like, I'm not, nobody's about to have me out here looking stupid like this again. And that's when I dove into entrepreneurship and then I like slacked off and now I'm back and I, I feel like I'm better now because I'm doing everything I want to do except instead of just one aspect of what I want to do, I'm able to do everything with branding and event design and just everything. And I don't know, just decide to believe in myself and to trust myself. That's that's what made me start because Lord knows I was I was walking down a path that I don't even I don't even know why I thought that was the path for me. Well, I'm happy that you trusted yourself. And I think something that you talked about, the permanence of something. Um, when you start a business, it's yours. Yeah. It's yours. And it's up to you to love your business and to do what you need to do, or you cannot do what you need to do. But it's your business and nobody can take it away from you. It's my little person. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so the next question I have here is, when do you see yourself leaving your nine to five? Or do you even have one? Are you just full time? I do have a nine to five. Um, and my nine to five, I work as an executive assistant at a law firm in Atlanta. Um, I'm grateful for my job. Absolutely grateful for my job. I started it a couple years ago. And the good thing about my nine to five is that it is truly a nine to five where I do not have to take work home with me. And so I don't, when I leave, I'm able to devote a hundred percent of my time to Christina Canoe Consulting. My workload does not drain me. I don't have, you know, I have, of course, you know, it's work. So I have stressful days. My boss, he's very much aware that I'm an entrepreneur. Um, that's not something that's a secret. I have the flexibility when, you know, thing, when I'm on a lunch break, there's been times where I'm doing consultations during lunch. There's been times where I'm meeting with um, meeting, like physically meeting with clients during lunchtime. Um, I'm able to do content during lunchtime. You know, I love my job because I don't, it does not stress me out. And it also, I have about a month worth of time off from my job, which means that I'm able to take time off from my job to do Christina Canoe consulting things if I need to. Um, I'm also able to fund a lot of my business because I have a job. So I do, it is in the plans um, within the next couple of years to be able to make sure that I'm making the transition where I can consult full time um, and just completely do that because eventually that is what I want to do. There's, I have a huge vision plan for what Christina Canoe Consulting will look like within the next 10 years where I where I'm truly the boss with a staff of people, um, where I have everything in-house, whether it's someone, you know, doing financial stuff, someone doing, you know, marketing, someone doing branding, someone doing social media stuff, like a full-fledged consulting firm, and I'm training other consultants to work with my particular company. Um, but I understand it takes time to get there, but I do trust that God did not give me this vision for it to remain the same over the years. 
that much I do know. Um, but I, what I will say to people about that, Jada, is don't be in such a rush to just, I'm just going to quit my nine to five. I think, too, because I have a child, I look at the world a little differently. If I didn't have Jace, then I maybe would have been like, you know what, F it. I'm just going to consult and then get like a, a random little part-time job and do that. Mm-mm. I, I, I can't play around like that. Making sure I can provide for him, that's something very important. Wow. That's so, that's, ooh. I tried that. So for me, I, I don't have a nine to five. And I recently decided within the past week that I'm not going to try to get one anymore. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's hard. Because, like, I'm I'm broke, y'all. Like, I ain't going to hold you. Like, <laughs> I'm broke. Like, but, I mean, I also, like, live at home with my parents. And they are, you know... They love me enough to take care of me in the midst of my foolishness. And, um, I mean, that's why they worked hard so that I could have a safety net. And, I mean, I have myself on a time limit. Like, I'm not going to be sitting here broke forever. And if it's not working, then it's not working. I can accept that and go work somewhere because I have skills. But I don't know. God's just been telling me not to go nowhere and to just work for myself. And He's been providing. Like, I'm, yes. Like, making buku money but i'm making money like weekly i'm bringing money so it's just like and i'm still just starting like i haven't been like i've had my business as a unit like the llc i've had it since september 18th but i don't think i've genuinely dived in and started taking it very seriously until the past 30 45 days and just since doing that it's just it's been growing like I'm, my clientele has been growing partially to Christina partially to just people you know knowing that I do this because I'm putting myself out there more um, yes I don't know it's just it's been working so far I'm, I'm literally walking on faith with this because I, I don't like being broke I don't like being in this position and like I know my parents are just like you know you you we love you but like you know in a couple years you need to be out of the house <laughs> They will, they will definitely kindly be like, I love you, but you gotta go. <laughs> so No, and I think I think Jada though that within a, here's the blessing. The blessing is that your parents are allowing you this time. Yeah. Um and if I were in your position, I wouldn't um go get a job either. I would really put what something that um Tasha Turnbill said, um T2 um, I, Lord, I might mess up her Instagram, but I want to say it's T2 Tasha or T2 Fitness. I can't remember, but Tasha's awesome. One of the things that Tasha talked about is when she, because she was working, she's a trainer. Mm-hmm. When she was working her nine to five and then also training, eventually it got to the point where she quit her nine to five because she felt like she could not do both. And so she was hustling like crazy to make sure that everybody in her phone, everybody she came in contact with, they knew she was a trainer because it's a difference when this is your bread and butter. Yeah. You can't play around. So it's almost like you have to turn up the notch a whole bunch of steps or, or a whole a bunch of levels because it's like, this is how I'm eating. This is how I'm maintaining. This is how I'm living. Um, so yeah, more power to you, Jada. Girl, just grind it's hard but you ain't lying about it it gets very different when this is your only source of income like you start 
you just start sending emails you start following up like you ain't never followed up in your lifetime all your invoices expenses everything you got it documented down to a t you start setting those um processes and you putting those systems in place the administrative yeah. work gets done like you do it's not definitely. play around at all you looking over all of the stuff fashion to your business and making sure it's up and up legally like you become a lawyer low-key you just everything <laughs> everything gets right but I think it's good I think that's part of I don't know I just feel it changing me as a person like and I think that is just that's grand I just I needed an upgrade in my life I didn't know where it was gonna come from because even at my last job first of all they did me dirty but anyway even at my last job I felt myself (laughs) stagnating and it's crazy because once I said I feel stagnant like I just kept feeling stagnant for like a month and then they just started tripping and trying to fire people and I was like wow (laughs) God should know how to shake it up don't he yep he said oh you're stagnant don't worry I got you yep 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 and then corona came he had everybody and i'm like excuse yep. me yep mm-hmm. i literally Mm-mm. asked for like two i was like i just need like two or three months to get my life together he said bet yep. <laughs> that's all you need <laughs> yep. I, that's the truth oh my god so now i'm gonna switch it up to fun randomly in the middle of these questions what quote describes describes <laughs> clearly <laughs> what quote describes where you are in life right now uh, a quote um I'm trying to think of something that maybe Drake says um <laughs> Ayo. there's always um uh, I'm trying to think of a quote. Goodness gracious, normally I'm very good at this. Um, I would say, okay, Drake has a line somewhere where he says something about like how he's literally just minding his business. I, I'm gonna see if I can find it. But um, I'm at a place right now in my life where I just don't have any time for any bit of nonsense. Mm-hmm. So, um. If it does so with relationships, with anything, I just I'm I'm trying to be as focused as possible because there's a place where I'm trying to get to, and that means that um, I can't have distractions. Okay, do you listen um, to Black? Nope. <laughs> okay. That would it, it wouldn't help. But there's like a line where she this there's like an interlude and this lady she's like you know like dick is a distraction or whatever and so when she says that um and not you know necessarily so much well really people can be such distractions the opposite sex can be or you know it doesn't in my particular case the opposite sex can be very much of a distraction so it's like i'm i am at a place where I'm trying to be very disciplined. I'm trying to be very like, Christina, you need to get some stuff done. Um, especially because, you know, the people that I tend to date, they, for the most part, have a lot of things going on in their own world. So I remind myself when I'm all in my feelings and mad, I'm like, oh, they're not in their feelings and mad. They're getting their stuff done. And here you are in your feelings and mad and not accomplishing anything. So I'm at a place where I'm trying to focus. I'm at a place where I'm trying to grind. I'm at a place where it's like, I want to be able to just spend money. And it's like, oh, I I don't have to check my account because I know that there's fucking money there. Um, I want to be able to put all my bills on auto pay. 
Um, I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to take all my friends out to dinner and just pay for the whole table. Like I'm at a place where I just want to grind and be fucking great. I want to be the best mom that I can be. Um, I want to be able to give my son everything in the world. Um, even though, you know, me and his dad are not the the best of friends and that's me putting it cool or very lightly um I'm just at a place where I just want to have peace at all times in my life and if you are hindering my peace in any form or fashion I have to remove you from my life oh that's beautiful that's lovely that's gonna be that's gonna be me like next year Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I see it coming. Right now, it's if you couldn't do it, you wouldn't do it. But you can do it. That's why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. I said that to Savon, like, I think five years ago. And he reminded me that I said it. And he said it back to me, like, years later or, like, months later. And I was like, oh, that's good. Who said that? He said, you did. I said, oh, <laughs> So that's, that's, it is good. That's it, it's, it's very good. Man, it's hard to like, I don't know, like, it's just hard. Like, it's like a constant internal battle. It's like two versions of me are fighting right now. Um, the boss ass bitch is winning though, but. Yes, the, and let her win. The old version of me, she putting up a fight though. She ain't backing down. Like, <laughs> she feel like but I'm still here though. And I'm like, sis, die. Like, go away. We don't you have to, you have to walk in boss ass bitchness. Like literally sometimes you have to look at yourself in the mirror and you have to tell yourself like, I am a boss ass bitch. The end. Song. Yeah. And I'm not going to argue with myself about it. I'm not going to explain this to anybody. I'm just going to act accordingly. And see, sometimes for some people, um, that can be borderline arrogant. Um, But when you are an entrepreneur, you have to be confident and you have to look at yourself and be like, my product, my product, my service, what I offer, it's of substance because people are paying me, you know, United States dollars for this. Mm. Not United States dollars. Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting US, US dollars. Yes, USD. And eventually it might be a, a foreign currency. But because it's like people can tell, they can smell fear. They can smell someone who isn't confident. And um, you know, even on days where I get nervous sometimes when I'm working with new clients, um, in, in particular clients where they don't know me from nowhere. Um, they're just a random referral from somebody who I may know or not know. And I get a little nervous. I'm like, what are they going to be thinking of me? What is it going to be? And sometimes I listen to music and I turn, you know, boss ass bitchness up to like 10. And I'm like, let's go. Because I, I know what, I'm good at what I do. And so I think that with you, when you're talking about, you know, the old me versus the new me, Drake has a line about that. Um, here we go. Here we go. Drake talked about it. Like, it's like you have to, uh, you have to tell the old version of you, like, you cannot come with me into this next season of my life. I'm sorry. I love you, but you have to stay where you're at. I have to let her down gently. Yeah, you have to let her down gently. You have to have that closure with sis. All right. Whole time is a therapy session. A 
Yes, uh huh. You have to get closure with her. Okay, that's why she fighting. <laughs> she's just mad. <laughs> she's mad right now. She can't come. To, she can't get on the bus, so she's upset. <laughs> she can't come. She cannot come. Okay. Okay. So, how do you know when it's time to start your business? You just know. Um, there isn't really. It's just a feeling. You're so excited. You dream about it. You think about it. Um, you are constantly consumed with it and you'll just know. But what I tell people is when you have that idea and after you flush it out, go for it because all this time that you're wasting, like it takes a good couple of years for your business to even maintain any bit of consistency. So it's like really when you're, when you keep delaying it, you're delaying the success of your business and you're delaying the people who need the particular product or service that you offer. And you're also delaying the amount of money that you could make. Mm. Dang. You're delaying the promise. <laughs> you're delaying the promise. Mm-hmm. Oh. I agree. I, I, I retweet. There it is. I retweet everything she just said. Um, <laughs> that's it. That was the answer to the question. There, there's no other opinions. Oh, um, have you ever? Okay, this is the last question because, oh, yay, we hit an hour. I get so happy when podcasts hit an hour. I don't know why. I like long podcasts. Like Amanda Seal, she be talking for like an hour, forty five minutes. I'm like, yes, girl, talk my head off. But anyway, <laughs> um, this is the last question, and then we will fade into the darkness. All righty. How have you ever dealt with imposter syndrome throughout your entrepreneurship journey? I have. Ooh. Um, I think there's been times where I have felt like, okay, I need to be somebody else or I can't really be me. Um, but then what I have reminded is that people want to work with you because of the the unique version of you if they wanted to work with such and such then they would go work with such and such um I think sometimes especially because I've really started exploring and figuring out who you know who are these like top consultants in in the country who are these you know these business coaches like who are these people but then when I really took a step back I'm like Christina they may have been doing this a little bit longer, but you bring a very unique perspective to this journey. Um, so don't lose yourself in that. Continue to be you. Continue to have the energy that you give your clients um, because there's a, a unique, uh, there's a very particular audience that wants to work with you. I think a lot of the time um, people have to understand that as an entrepreneur, you really have to explore yourself and you have to understand yourself and you have to understand your strengths and your weaknesses. And sometimes you have to just focus so hard on your own grasp. Like I know it sounds so crazy and especially for people who are just getting started, but really when you just tune everybody out and focus on your grasp and focus on your journey and what it is that you have going on and don't give no fucks about what the person to the left or to the right of you is doing that doesn't mean you don't care and you're selfish but when you're really focused on there's times where people might reach out to me and be like girl did you know that such and such got married or such and such had a baby I'm like I don't even know what you're talking about because (laughs) I'm so focused on what it is that I have going on but there was times where I did experience it 
and I had to take a couple steps back and I had to reaffirm myself yeah I agree um I I experienced it before like like super early when I was still like trying to figure out what my services and stuff was like I've been okay so I I do branding and like graphic design and then like event design and stuff I've been doing that in general just in my life for the past well graphics and websites I've been doing that for like six years but for event design and stuff like that well no that is also six years and (laughs) wow (laughs) I'm a veteran (laughs) y'all um I have been around events and stuff since I've been a little kid. Like, my parents throw parties. I want to be them when I get older because they, like, they be so lit. Like, if y'all follow me on Instagram, <laughs> y'all know how lit it gets. <laughs> it's, I, it's great. But anyway, that's why I like party now. That's my problem. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, just in the early stages of me transitioning into being a business owner and, like, you know, working with people that I didn't know as my first couple of clients instead of you know my organizations or outside of my internships and um stuff like that like actually you know having people at a networking event come up to me and say hey I want you to do this and like that being my first like real client I feel like I was going through a lot of imposter syndrome with that because I'm like well what if she don't like it what if this what if that but like it thankfully it went really well and that's when I was just kind of like I'm that bitch. Right, right. After that, I don't know. And now it's just kind of a faith thing where I'm just like, God didn't give me this vision for no reason. I can execute. So now it's just like, it's spirit fueled now. Before it was just me like, oh, I'm good at this. Let me try. Oh my God, I'm scared. But now, now that I'm like, God gave me this. I ain't got no choice. It's different. It, it is. It's different. different, and I think it's one of those things where God, He really, um, He plants seed, business seeds in people, and um, people they water the seed and they let it grow into an actual business. Some people they just let the seed sit there, and it sits there dormant, and it's like five years past, ten years past, twenty years past, and it's like, damn, I should have started that business, or I ran with that idea. Um, so I think especially for those of us who do have that spiritual connection to God um, or, you know, just people who whoever it is that you believe in and all of that stuff. But I know Jada and I are both coming from a Christian perspective. It's really understanding that God, um, there's something that Bishop Bronner, um, I go to Word of Faith in Atlanta and Bishop had said over the weekend that God, he um, and I'm paraphrasing that God, he doesn't give you he, he he'll give you enough energy or enough you know light for um to get started and over time he'll give you what it is that you need a lot of the time we're so busy focused on well is this business gonna fail is this gonna succeed you know is anyone gonna buy my products all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. you can't think about all of that in the beginning you have to think let me get my ducks in a row and let me get my bearings in order and let me start I tell people all of the time I did not know who all of my clients were going to be I didn't know I had absolutely, literally no earthly idea, but I I saw them in the spirit that they were going to come and that God was going to send clients. There's times where I literally, I just pray, you know, God, business is a little slow. I really need to work with someone. Boom. A referral comes in. 
a random email, a random DM, or even people like, hey, sis, I see your stuff. I want to work with you in the future. So you really have to pray for your business and you really have to pray for discernment um, in your entrepreneurship journey because not everything that glitters is going to be gold. Not every client you need to work with. Not every business idea is a good business idea. Not everything is going to work out, but it's one of those things where you have to pray. You have to pray and you have to stay spiritually grounded. Oh, yes. That just, come on, pray over my business. It's my legal person. I have to pray over my yes. child. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I think that is a that is the perfect way to end this talk. That was it. <laughs> we, just, we ended it with prayer tips. So if you need help, call Jesus at 1-800-I-NEED-YOU. Yes. Now call on him oh I think hold up I need that's five you okay no that's too many numbers to be an actual phone number I was about to say <laughs> well wait a minute if you just use the you it is enough yes <gasps> ah! <laughs> it's a real hotline y'all yes <laughs> okay um well that was it for today's show Thank you so much for talking with me. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Jada. I'm really excited. I'm happy. Like, I am, like, pressed like a curl. <laughs> this is this is just really beautiful. Everything that just happened, I'm going to go cry about it. Like, well, I'm super, super, right. super happy. So thank you again for having me on the show today. No problem. Y'all, make sure you follow Miss Canoe. That's M-I-S-S. K-A-N-U. Yes. Yes. Be sure to follow me. And I follow back for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the most part. If you like a sugar daddy looking for somebody to spoil them, we're not going to follow you. We're not following back. We are not hitting follow back on that. That's, somebody followed me like that today. I said, excuse me. <laughs> like, yes, I do want money, but relax. <laughs> Calm <Jesus>. down. <laughs> That's fine. All right, y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.